Starting, scaling, and exiting a business is hard. So why do some companies achieve seven, eight, and nine-figure exits while others struggle to reach six figures in revenue? To answer these questions, we sit down with top entrepreneurs who have exited for more than $10 million or currently run $10 million-plus businesses and grill them until they share their proven tactics and strategies. Welcome to Beyond Eight Figures. Welcome to another edition here of Beyond Eight Figures. Steve Ilsher hanging out with my buddies Michael and AJ. How you doing, gents? Doing well. Yeah, good, good, good. So in the last episode, uh, I was able to introduce you to Michael and AJ here, who will be taking on the reins, taking on the microphone, leading the charge of the new Beyond Eight Figures moving forward. And so in the last episode, you had a chance to get to, to meet them, learn a little bit more about them. Uh, and what I want to do in, in today's episode is give you an opportunity to, to have a much better understanding of where Michael and AJ really envision the show heading. Because, you know, look, we, we have obviously brought it to this point, but like any business for those of you who have started or scaled or exited from a business, you know that the, the, the iterations of that business change fairly dramatically over time as you learn more about your customers, as you learn more about your team, as you see where the opportunities are. And of course, as the economy and the market shifts, you've got you've to certainly do the same. And, and that's one of the beautiful things that I love so much here about passing the torch to, to, to Michael and AJ here is that, you know, look, things are very different. Even though it's only been just a couple of years, things are very different in the world today than they, than they were when we first started the show. And while the general theme of, of starting and scaling and exiting a business certainly made sense to us when, when we launched the show, uh, again, back in 2018 or so, you know, what that means today has, has changed quite dramatically. As a matter of fact, offline, you know, interestingly enough, you know, we, Michael and AJ and I were having a conversation around AI, right. And just seeing like how AI has really impacted things pretty dramatically in a fairly short period of time. I, and, and Michael introduced me to a couple of sites that I wasn't even familiar with where I'm like, oh my God, like, why am I not using AI in the way that, that Michael's describing? So the, the point being that it's super exciting to me to, to see and hear what Michael and AJ have in store for the show moving forward. So I really would just want to give, give you guys a, an opportunity to hear it directly from them. And actually, I'm going to start with AJ first on this. Um, but I want to start with AJ first to, to give you a sense of, of what is the vision and, and where do you see beyond eight figures going and, and potentially, I know there's a lot of questions I'm throwing at you here, but potentially, you know, what's going to be different about beyond eight figures for, for our audience here under, you know, under your direction uh, as, as compared to, to perhaps where we, uh, we were taking things. So AJ, please let's, let's share some of that. I mean, right off the bat, you know, the biggest thing about the show is going to be, you know, what we keep the same, which is still engaging, finding, talking, and learning from people who've done this, people who have gone on the journey, who have gone, you know, have built, you know, grown and sold their businesses or their legacies, their own value past eight figures. We're still, you know, that's still going to be the core. I think what we want to do is, 
maybe I kind of stepped on it was not just on the business, but on their whole life. You know, what is the journey? Not that we want to be talking about relationship stuff, but more around the idea of like, what changes do you have to take to achieve this opportunity to pursue things like going beyond eight fingers? How does your life change? What type of people do you need in your life? What type of resources? What type of things happen as you get more resources? Because yeah, the joke is always like, well, once you know you can take care of your basic needs, it's all just casino money. It's just what you can do now. You know, you can just do more things. And yes, it's nice to have things, but being able to use them and learning how people have used them to go further to achieve their life goals, discussing that. I think we're really excited to kind of maybe expand on that a little bit more on their whole journey. And then, yeah, it's, you know, talking about the different tools or different types of maybe diving a little bit deeper as an aside of like, how can you bring AI into your growth, your business into, you know, what you're trying to do? Michael and I have been debating back and forth, like, how much of a structure do you need? And we want to explore that. We want to bring in people who have built AI capabilities, not built an AI business, but utilizing AI or utilizing other tools or how to, we're all location independent at this point right now, as long as the virus keeps going, how do you use the best talent around the world? You know, how do you find people this? How do you build teams that are global focused versus regional or local? So, mm -hmm. you know, we want to keep that core thing of learning from those who've done but then go a little bit more into, you know, the broader sense of their life and the tools that you can use. Yeah. Michael, yeah. yeah. I think to AJ's point, what we really want to do is we want to take everything that's awesome about Beyond Day Figures, which is, I think, the people and the knowledge and the information and honestly, the takeaways. If you take notes every episode, mm. you will get where you're trying to go. But I don't take notes when I'm listening to podcasts. I don't know anyone else who does. And I think we're just going to have notes in the newsletter and we'll go back through some of the old episodes and do the same thing. But yeah. we want to unlock all of that potential. And so that means getting mm -hmm. more engaged with all of you and asking you guys to text me and gals. I don't know, but I'm guessing from the you uh, and entrepreneurship these days. I'm probably totally off. So text me and tell me, who are you? What are you doing? Where are you at? 314-370-2922. And that is my number. Yeah, yeah please don't. It, it'll be a real pain. But when yeah. it comes to something like AI, I know an awesome entrepreneur who spun out a virtual assistant staffing firm from his local cleaning business that he ran. And there, so his first business cannot move, entirely local. Second business can be anywhere, entirely remote, location independent. And that split does not work for him. When I see that combo, I think mm. to myself, so you've got a playbook for how to run a profitable cleaning business already, and you've got a great front office that you can put anywhere in the US, go get $20 million, buy every major cleaning firm in tier two and three cities, and roll up, baby. That's eight figures. Mm. 
And one of the things, you know, it is really like looking at things like that because, and I'm pointing off screen and the whole list of people have printed, but like I've been reaching out to investors into, you know, bankers who specialize in SBA and small business and other types of assets, you know, looking at things like being able to bring when an idea comes, being able to bring a community of people from different aspects of an opportunity. What do the investors say? What would a lender kind of look at something like this? How would someone look to scale that, an operator, how, bringing that type of people so we can then bring that to the audience? And you know, that's what we hope. Or look, I run a company that just focuses on what I call CMO in a box. What do you need to grow to the next level? Plans written, training plans for your team, et cetera. It's like, look, if you have a company you want to bring to the next level, let us know and we'll bring people together who can help you come up with the ideas you need to then sell or grow it, you know, mm -hmm. whatever you're looking to do. You know, mm -hmm. that's kind of we, the, the fun. We love the show yeah. as it's been about start, scale, exit. And I think we're just expanding that with three more leadership, leverage, and legacy, because that you don't make a bunch of money if you're not trying mm. to leave a dent in the universe. Yeah, no, I love that. So yeah, leadership, leverage, legacy. Yeah, yeah, I totally love that. And then let me ask you guys a question. So as you think about and, and I know you touched upon this, but can you give folks uh, a little bit of a further understanding then of maybe you already even have, you know, AJ, you said you pointed over the wall and you got this list of, of people who you want to have on the show. And, and by the way, and let me just clarify this. Is it your intention to continue to have people on the show who have either uh, exited from a business for more than $10 million or currently run businesses that gross more than $10 million annually? Is that still the vision? Yeah, that's the, I believe that's the still, you know, we're going to kind of experiment more, but that's the core. We, I believe that's still like reaching out to people who have you know, created this or maybe expanding it a little bit who have 10 million in personal have been able to achieve that, but through entrepreneurial pathways, you know, we're not interested in lottery win and winners. <laughs> Tell us sure. about your choice of numbers. <laughs> yeah. Probably a podcast there somewhere. But that's the core. It's still this core of like, tell us about your journey to build, grow it and exit or build it into your platform. But we want to kind of expand it by bringing in these other voices like um, Walker Diebel. And I'm going to, ma I massacre every name. So this is perfect to be a podcast host. <laughs> he wrote by then built and he just started his own kind of community and training program called Acquisition Labs. And he's going to be one of our early guests. And we have a few other people, you know, who have grown companies, but now are building, you know, capabilities to help other people either through different pathways create and grow their own businesses. So I think we're going to kind of just expand a little bit more in talking about ways to do things, you know, once you get to certain stages. The reason why we're thinking about making that slight expansion is for the money ball players, for the small giants, because everyone who I know well from my family who reaches the 10 million plus mark with a couple exceptions where they had some sort of massive business related event or a really lucky art buy. All of them did it with real estate over the period of 10 or 15, maybe 20 years by buying buildings that make income. 
paying them down and then buying more buildings and rolling that until they hit the mark. And they, you know, they tell me you get half a million together, you follow the plan, you stick to your numbers and you get there every time. I want to find more of those. Well, I think looking at a lot of these plans, like that has been like, I remember hearing that when I was young. And of course I went into tech and ignored everything in real estate to my own detriment. <laughs> um, but, you know, as I look back and I look then, you know, look forward to what I can do and how I can set up my own children's lives. I think this idea of starting using, looking at the entrepreneurial space almost as a real estate play. Yeah. You, know, you can always go into new, you know, instead of looking at XYZ assets like real estate, oh yeah, you can go in, but come in, build your capabilities, build your revenue flow, build, you know, build your opportunity to invest more. Okay. You make, you know, if you have a half a million dollar business, your free cash flow is probably around a hundred, you know, give or take, depending on margins and all the types of specialty. But still, hundred K is usually pretty decent if you're young, you know, or you know, starting off in the space. It's like, all right, how do you do that to take you to that next level to that million dollar? Do you just focus on growing your business? Do you diversify when? Then that next step, it's like, okay, you have a couple million dollar business. Oh, okay. Now you're starting to cook with a little bit of gas. Do you just increase your vacations? Okay. Or do you put that back into business or into other diversifications? And that's what I think I'm starting to see some interesting conversations around that. There was a great, um, in the trends newsletter, just that sort of like the back and forth between real estate and micro equity as sort of a growth pathway, you know, discussions around that and ways to kind of model, you know, future things. And that's, we want to find people who are on that pathway. We want to find people who've done it and we want to, you know, discuss there's no one right way of doing anything. It's just multiple models to be played with like cards. Yeah. You want to play some poker with business models. Yeah. So give give us um, an understanding. So again, AJ, I know you've got uh, some other folks there on the on the board that you're kicking around. So we we have had the good fortune of of being able to attract some some pretty incredible people, and uh, you know, and certainly we know with your connections, you, you, you and the network that you guys have, and so on, you'll be able to bring on just some really interesting folks. Do do you have a sense? I know you're talking about uh, Walter. Eh? Do you do you have a sense of uh, perhaps a couple others that are on your on your hit list that uh, that folks can can hopefully hear from uh, in in some future episodes. Well, we have some yeses, but this is still you know this has been a little fast, still going. One of the things, at least from my point, and then you know, I know you've had people who've been internationally focused, but um, we I've been you know talking with people who are even you know a, probably a little bit more international flavor, um, looking at some of the people in you know different areas and are building businesses in those areas instead of, you know, kind of international to, you know, U.S. I think that's one of the more interesting things going on right now. AJ, where are you again? Oh, yeah. I'm in southern Spain. Yeah. I semi-retired to southern Spain. Yeah. Um, so that's right. So, yes, I... Yeah, I, on a clear day, I can see Morocco across the you know, across the Mediterranean. It's that little yeah, you know, the smudge across the way. Yeah, which is interesting too, by the way, because you know one of the things that I, I think will really help differentiate what you guys are doing, certainly not only, of course, with the with the show 
in terms of what Mary and, and Richie and I were doing with the show, but also just in terms of differentiating yourself uh, from other business podcasts, right, is the fact that you you do have a unique perspective on on what's going on globally because you are based in Spain and you're connected with people in, in Europe and so on and, and, and just... You have access, uh, AJ, to people um, that uh, you know we we frankly didn't have access to, right? I mean, we, we're doing a, a show from San Diego, you know, we obviously had a decent Southern California group of, of folks that we were able to connect with, and and you know, of course, being a podcast, you can bring on folks from from anywhere. Um, but I will say that our um, our perspective was fairly limited and continues to be fairly limited because we don't have outside of reading newsletters or these sort of things. We don't have actual tangible day to day interactions with people who live, breathe, think differently than we do here in the state. So I think it's just a, it's a it's a great point, Michael, and I'm glad you brought that up um, because one of the huge differentiators again is is that global perspective uh, that you'll be bringing to the table. And so oftentimes, what we see is so much of what happens here in the states happens overseas first. I know we like to think we're we're you know we're so advanced here with Silicon Valley and this that and the other. Uh, but interestingly enough, I mean, from a techno- technology, technological perspective, you know, we're really far behind Asia in a lot of ways. We're yeah. really far behind, you know, Norway and, and, and Sweden and Finland and, and so on. Can, you want to just speak to, to that a bit? Well, I mean, what we're hoping to do is get, you know, more of the voices because it's not just that things are more advanced here or more advanced there. It's sometimes they show up differently. You know, even something as, you know, what feels mainstream now is Amazon. Amazon is different here. It's more, it's one, it's smaller here in Spain. But like, you know, during Spain went through a lockdown during the first part of COVID and we're probably about to enter in. And the thing that saved me more than anything was the fact that they have liquor sales. You know, I could get, you know, 21 year old scotch i was able to get really cool bourbons you know you name it i was able to find it you know going through liquor.com i was able to uh, you know. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that was my thing during it. every day i had a fancy cocktail i made and that was you know kind of the fun of doing it looking at what was different you know looking at how technologies are changed. One audience uses it one way, another uses it differently. And then, you know, how can you find cool ideas with, you know, from this area to that area? I know like Michael, you know, one of the things we both use international teams. Michael has a whole team in South Africa. Yeah. I'm all Africa pretty much. I like it as a hiring destination and I'll go up to Eastern Europe, but I really don't hire Southeast Asia because the time zones are, much more difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so again, just you know, interesting in, in terms of bringing the international flavor and, and perspective to the table, and I think that'll be one of a one of the key differentiators here. Um, and so, looking forward to tuning in and and hearing from different folks, uh, and even you know, and I'll be the first to 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 say that I, I'd be very interested 
in hearing from entrepreneurs from those different markets, you know, entrepreneurs who who live in Spain, entrepreneurs who live in Europe, again, people that we did not have access to and didn't have on the show. Uh, that's something I'm, I'm very much looking forward uh, to to being able to to hear. If if you could summarize in terms of the the general takeaways, insofar as like what people can expect to walk away from each episode with. Let me start with you, Michael, first, and let me go to, to you, AJ. But from, from a takeaway, from a benefit, from, from an outcome perspective, why should someone invest you know, 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it turns out to be in listening to the new Beyond Eight Figures? And, and what, what are those takeaways and benefits and outcomes they can expect? Yeah. So one of my personal mottos and a goal I hold myself to daily is to be 1% better. And I think beyond eight figures, as it stands right now, the show we are inheriting probably makes you about two or 3% better when you listen to an episode. We want to make a show that makes you 10% better because when you walk away from that episode, there's something that you can implement tomorrow or today to get you a real 5% increase. And one of the things we're hoping to do is, you know, sort of like how I learn. I am, I'm a, I am what is lovely called high functioning autistic, all that fun stuff. Um, so when I was, I have a lot of learned behavior. When I was little, I could maybe look at your shoes. But um, mm. hearing how people talk about how they do things, to me, always, so much better than like reading, do these things. And then I try and sit there and, you know, I, you know, as someone try and like, oh, how would I do that? When you hear other people, at least from my, when you hear other people discuss how they do something, even if I disagree or oh, I wouldn't do that, all of a sudden the mock, the mental concept changes in my head because then I can start playing with it. And that's what we really hope that anyone listening to the show is going to be able to really go, wait, I like what that person did, or that's interesting, but you know what? I would do it this way. And we want to facilitate that, you know, the notes, you know, action items, the banter back and forth of like how we would do things, what we would see, you know, how other guests, you know, we want to create this opportunity that makes it easier for people to envision, you know, the opportunities that are available to them. Yeah, and and thank you for sharing, you know, that that personal part of your of your story, you know, because that's well, you know, and and I think that that is one of the things, uh, you know, that that really does make you um, just as far as I'm concerned, you know, again, when we were thinking about, you know, hey, we're we're going to pass the torch here. Who who can we pass this torch to? Who's going to, you know, make the most sense? And we started reviewing some of the you know, the, the options that were available to us, you know, uh, just again, knowing who you both are and the, just the fact that, you know, there's, there's so much transparency, there's so much authenticity, uh, and even just, you know, you're sharing that part of, of who you are, it, it will just, in, in my, my way of thinking, would just really help people to become much more endeared to you in the same way that, that, that I have over the course of our, of, of our time here of getting to know each other. And, and that's a, a big part of what you can expect, you know, like, just as I said in the, in the first 
episode, uh, the last episode that we just uh, recorded, uh, you know, in terms of our meeting at Michael, meeting AJ and so on and giving you guys an opportunity to, to, to meet them. I just, you know, I, I really just wanted you to, to get a sense of, of who they are. And, and again, knowing what their plans are for the show and, and knowing who they are as, as human beings, as individuals and so on. It just, yeah, I, I can't imagine putting the show into, into better hands. And, and so, you know, again, really appreciate your, your transparency, your, your authenticity. Uh, I know that when you have guests on the show, you're going to be delivering, you know, that same level of, uh, of deep questioning and getting to the answers that I know that the audience wants to hear. And in the same token, you know, sharing your own stories and, and sharing your own trials and tribulations and the brain damage that you've had to incur to get, you know, to get to where you are now. And, uh, and, and I just can't wait for people to experience more of your humanity, to experience more of who you both are, because, you know, the, the, the truth is there's a lot of fluff out there. There, there's a lot of people who have, you know, really big egos and are in it for a lot of reasons other than why I believe that Michael and, and AJ are, are in this, just really taking this on to, to bring the original vision for beyond eight figures forward, and then to put their own spin on it uh, and to really take this show in a direction that frankly, I and Mary and Rich, we, we weren't going to be able to take it uh, on our own because we're, we get so caught up in our own perspectives and, and with our own experiences that we can only take something so far before we hit our own ceiling of, uh, of limitations, so to speak. And so what you'll find in, in working and listening and, and learning from Michael and AJ as, as you move forward here with them uh, is that their expertise very much complements ours and goes beyond where even our expertise stopped, so to speak. So, you know, again, AJ, I just want to acknowledge you for for saying that. And, and Michael, I want to acknowledge you uh, as well for just having the vision of where, you know, you guys could take the show together. And, and, and I know from, uh, again, getting to know you here, it's going to be a heck of a ride. And, and I'm just super excited for all of you to be able to learn from Michael, to be able to learn from AJ, uh, and to meet the incredible people that they're going to be bringing on, uh, and to, and to dive so much deeper into this, this world of starting and scaling and exiting, or, and, and as Michael said, you know, of, of learning and, and leveraging and legacy and, you know, and, the, and, and all the, just, there's so much to unpack here moving forward and really glad you guys are, are going to be along for the ride. And, and Michael, AJ, just want to give you guys a, a last opportunity here to, to close out before we, uh, we officially, officially pass the torch. And, uh, and I bid adieu. No, I mean, thank you, Steve. I mean, it's, it's been great. You know, everything you've built to be able to take on this opportunity, we really are honored. I don't think anyone can top Michael's offer of his um, to ask him anything or, you know, share anything with his personal cell number, but you know, it does get to that. We really are just hoping to take what you've built and, you know, it comes down to the simple thing. What do you, the audience, what, you know, what do you want to learn? 
who do you want to learn from? Who do you, you know, what problems do you want people to discuss? That's all we're trying to do. You know, this is, this is all about, you know, finding better ways to grow. And, you know, we're excited to take this opportunity. Yeah. Text me 314-370-2922. We need the date too, by the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Let we'll, me know. We'll, we'll, make, what? we'll bring that up later. Yeah. yeah and you here, I'm yeah. going to talk We're over these guys. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. I can't wait to meet all of you. All right, my friends. Well, it's bittersweet. Bittersweet. You know, it's been a heck of a ride here uh, to get us to this point with uh, with Beyond Eight Figures, and and I'm not disappearing. I'm gonna be digging in hot and heavier, as as you know, with Podcast Magazine, and we've got uh, we've got so much going on uh, on that front, and we hope you follow us uh, for that journey and be a part of the the Podcast Magazine journey for sure. And uh, I really do appreciate. All of you, uh, those who have rated and reviewed and subscribed and downloaded uh, Beyond Eight Figures over the years, uh, thank you for the emails. Thank you for the kind words. And and like I said, it's, it's a bit bittersweet here, uh, but I know I speak uh, for both Mary uh, and Richard and White Wade and Kelly and the whole team uh, over Beyond Eight Figures. And of course, uh, you know, for myself here, uh, that we've loved the opportunity to, to spend so much time with you. Uh, and we really, really, really encourage you to stay the course here uh, with Michael, with AJ. They've got uh, really just phenomenal plans for the show moving forward. So give them the same love. Give them the same admiration. Give them the same, t- you know, just uh, give them your heart and your soul and your time uh, in the same way that you gave to us. And for one last time here, I will say this is Steve Olsher signing off for Beyond Eight Figures. Kicking it over to Michael and AJ, and we will talk to you guys really, really soon. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Beyond Eight Figures. Share your thoughts on today's episode and what you'll apply to your business by emailing us at feedback at beyond8figures.com. And if you haven't already done so, we'd greatly appreciate it if you took a moment now to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Until next time, keep scaling.